Hey, Josh. Hey, Nate. How are you doing this week? I am doing all right. Um, it's been a pretty busy week. I got out of the office the other day and talked to real live people. That was uh, that was pretty fun. Nice. Yep, and uh, put out uh, stick trivia uh, products on our game. I'm uh, been having a lot of fun with that, and it seems to be uh, taking off a bit. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, I definitely want to ask a few more questions about that. So, um, well, let's, but, let's um, talk about you first. What's going on with you? Uh, let's see. I don't know. We're amidst a, a little bit of a pricing change, which I could talk more about later. Um, we don't have to go much into that today. That's pro- definitely a, probably a whole episode topic, but um, it's it's in flight, so it's kind of like there's some little when you when it's when you have so many moving parts, there's a lot of a lot of pieces, and it can't just be like you know a change in stripe and a change in in on your pricing page and let's go. <laughs> I, wish, <laughs> I, I wish it were that simple. Uh, if only. Uh, but. But yeah, but other than that, um, I've had an odd day. I took a, I t- took a good chunk of my day today to play, uh, to play handball with my dad. He's been um, asking me to play for a while because he's preparing for a tournament, and it's this th- weird time of year where most people like to go outside to play. But mm. he's playing an indoor tournament. It's a national tournament that starts oh, wow. next week. So yeah, as he was having a hard time getting kind of any sparring partners, so to speak. Mm. So um, I told him I could uh, I could help him out, but I, I could only do it on today, and I could only do it in this small time window. And he's like, "Cool." So went and played <laughs> him uh, during the middle of the day. So a little a little bit of hooky, you know. Yeah, it's kind of fun. That's always a neat feeling, eh? When you like you have your own business, so you can actually just go out in the middle of the day because you feel like it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a loaded statement right there. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, I know you feel the pressure and all that still, but cool. Any anything else you wanted to add to that, or uh, you want to? No, I think that's it. So a bit of a, a disjointed day, but yeah, it was it was good. I'm having a good time. Summers summers here, the pools open, all that type of stuff. I think we chatted a bit about that before, but yeah. Oh. That's that things. doesn't get old. That doesn't get old. No, no. Yeah. So, what uh, what did you want to talk about today? Uh, so yeah, I did want to lean into. Well, I do definitely have questions about stick trivia. So maybe we'll start there. But then I also wanted to pick on uh, a topic you brought up, I think, last week as well, which was um, related to status lists. Just kind of, you know paying for some hobbies, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> and I know it's something that we've, you know, uh, when we first started the podcast, it was around the time where status list was wrapping up, but mm. um, it hasn't died, which is kind of cool. And I wouldn't mind like leaning into that. Maybe there's more we can do there and and uh, bring out back some old memories uh, and, and maybe some ideas to to push that forward or maybe just leave it where it is. So. <laughs> for sure. Well, that sounds like fun. Cool. So yeah, tell me more about, so last we left our hero, Nate, Josh dropped an idea about this, like you're now calling stick trivia. I think, I don't know what we called it in the beginning, but it was just like, guess the lumber prices or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was just like a game, make a game using the pricing data that we've got. Right. And and the idea, I don't know. And 
I know where we left you was just saying, hey, we could use it as lead gen. We could use it as like an easy way to even get a little bit of, I wouldn't say quite virality, but word of mouth with it. Like, oh, hey, try this little game and mm-hmm. and whatnot. And they could throw send it to their friends or anyone else in the industry they know, or you could use it for cold outreach. Like, mm-hmm. so so speed us up. What what uh what what's it doing? How, did it take long? And yeah, what's yeah, yeah. what's kind of the status with it? So basically, I took uh, took a day and a half, and I just went and coded it, which was glorious. I just love coding. <laughs> Um, and basically what I made is a kind of like a guess the price sort of thing. So we'd give you, we prompt you with a a name of a product, um, and you tell us what you think the price is. And, uh, it's a little bit like Wordle, you know, where you just type it in the little boxes and, uh, you get five tries and then that's the end of your, your game for the day. And everyone gets the same game, same, same game every day. Uh, like everyone gets the same game, same prices to guess. And then at the end of the mm-hmm. day, then it cycles some new ones. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it was pretty cool, right? You know, you, you choose your, you can choose your province. So it's, you know, a little bit location based and whatnot. And uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. And I was like, oh, you know, Josh had some cool ideas. Like, yeah, that's, that's kind of neat, whatever. But, you know, like I didn't really believe, I guess, that it would actually work as like a, a lead gen or any of those things. And mm-hmm. um, I've been really pleasantly surprised with that stuff. Like just blown away that people who are grumpy and wouldn't want to talk to me are happy to talk about this trivia game and just love it. And it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. <That's> sweet. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was actually on a, um, I was out in the field yesterday, as I was saying earlier, for uh, one of my clients and uh, visiting some of these hardware stores. And so as our icebreaker uh, to the the demos I was doing, I would put up the stick trivia. And uh, these guys just loved it. Like, and ladies too, like some of them were really good and like some of them were so bad and uh, they really, they really gravitated to it. So we added a, I ended up adding a leaderboard to it last night. So now you can, you know, have your bragging rights and all that. Right. And uh, yeah, send it off to like all the contacts that I've made from products owner so far. And we'll see, uh, see what, what sort of response I get there. Did you add, did you add any like viral hooks to it or like share this with a friend type of thing? Yeah. So I did. So I did like a, um, there's a share button at the end and then you can post it on any social platform and it's got like your, your score, how well you did and the link back to the game. Um, just kind of pre-built there. Um, and then, yeah, the, I also did some, uh, put some ads in behind it to try and try and get it kicked off and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. About one that's just like an invite a friend say, and it prompts them and be like, you finish it. And it's like, I put a friend's name in here and be like, Hey, and, uh, let's say you take it. And it, at the end, it, you know, basically defaults a message and just a mail to, and just says like, Hey, Nate got a score of this, this, and this. See if you can beat him, <laughs> like type of thing. Um, yeah, so I did kind of do that with the the social share. Like I kind of made it a little bit of a challenge. Like, you know, mm-hmm. this is my score. Like, what do you think you can get kind of thing? Um, but I definitely, I didn't really do a mail to. I was kind of thinking that like not many people would actually use a mail to, but that is a good idea. I think a lot more people will use the mail to and a lot more people will use a share this link 
mm. just based off of a little bit of stuff I know about <laughs> referral yeah. programs. It's like yeah. that stuff. And even uh, you can even just use the like SMS colon. So if it's like on a, uh, mm. I think you can, if it's on a mobile device, it could pop an SMS with that. So like, if you really think about who your people are, are they actually on social media? Probably not right? Like, mm, like yeah, hardware store people. And if anything, it is their friends and family. It's not necessarily like their coworkers. So maybe it's an SMS, uh, like WhatsApp is easy to put in there. WhatsApp might be prominent. You should almost even ask like, Hey, what do you guys use? Like email, yeah. everyone uses email. So you could always do a, like, yeah. a, that's why I said a, a mail to, or even a cut and paste this link mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, so anyway, but, but that's cool. Um, yeah, I'm 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 excited because it's like one of those things that uses your data, but also just makes it fun. Because it's probably these are like all pricing geeks that just they don't think it's they don't think it's uh, none of their friends probably think it's interesting, but they live in that world and it's kind of like ooh, like someone recognized me for some of the stuff, and it's kind of actually using a little bit of a superpower I have. <laughs> Yeah, and it does seem to be like generalizable enough that like people who are on the fringe are willing to kind of get into it, like contractors and stuff. They get excited about it, um, and hopefully that's enough to kind of spread it around a little bit more. Um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, I, I did check it out, but when I did see the province thing, honestly, I kind of was like, oh, I guess I won't know. And I started thinking Canadian dollars. I basically. I think I just opted myself out. I, when you launched it, I clicked it and I saw the province thing and I think I literally just kind of stopped there. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, uh, but I think it makes sense for who you're targeting. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was kind of the idea with that, like to show right away that like, this is Canadian only, uh, that sort of thing. Right. So cool mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So we'll have to see how the, uh, I just like really, I just really put it public, like, this morning and a little bit yesterday afternoon. So let's see what it does over the next little while. What? Like the, I saw the leaderboard. I think that got posted like recently. And then, yeah. So that was just this morning. I posted the leaderboard and then, uh, the, like the, that I launched it out to my list and all of that was just this morning. Ah, Oh, okay. Wow. Literally. Yeah. So just like, yeah, I knew, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know where, you know, you mentioned launching it to your list, but I didn't know it was that, that recent so mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. but yeah that, that that does sound like a fun icebreaker you're just like instead of being like hey i'd like to t- i'm nate i'd like to talk to you about pricing and be like hey you want to play a game <laughs> it's like yeah uh, it's like a world of difference cool. uh what do you what what do you mean no i got this guessing game for this thing i built it's kind of cool or you don't even have to say you built it be like hey i've got this this game where you can guess the, you know, prices of these different things. And they're like, you know, and, and there's a leaderboard and there's blah, blah, blah. It's like, have you seen Wordle? It's kind of like that, but for like hardware pricing geeks, it's like, what? Yeah, yeah. Really? Cool. Let me see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to see. I think, like, I think the, the game is definitely sticky and it also helps with the sales conversations. It just makes it that much easier to get in there because um, mm-hmm. people are willing to talk about that stuff, right? Uh, whereas the the pricing stuff, they feel like you're trying to sell them, and so right away they get their backup. Um, yeah, I, I was kind yeah. of surprised actually how quickly they got their backup about that stuff. Like, it's uh, pretty pretty quick. They don't like uh, any sort of sales. Being so. sold to. Oh yeah, and it, it's like it's like a developer too, right? It's just yeah. like, as soon as you smell that, but at the same time, it's like now you have them 
following the books. It's just like, oh, wait, how do you have all this pricing data? You're like, huh, fancy you asked that question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, that's it, right? Like you're demonstrating that we have that that data, right? and so that, and also it, it really shows like I noticed we we played with one of the owners at the one of the stores that I was at yesterday, and uh, he was pretty far off on a few items, and uh, you could definitely see the wheels turning. Like you know, hmm, I wonder like if I had this data, what could I do with it? And, right, uh, right, right. You know, he is in a he's in an interesting corporate spot, so it wasn't like a quick sell for him, but um, yeah, definitely uh, definitely some stickiness there. Oh, that's cool because then it could be like, yo, let's see how, let's see how, how good John is. I bet he's going to be awful. It's almost like, how good do you think he's going to be? Right? You could almost just like, yeah, the, exactly. The coworkers get to kind of just coalesce around it and stuff. And uh... yeah, and that's totally like. I think if it gains enough popularity, that's like definitely like something that I could kind of build into it is like to try and challenge your higher ups kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because, like, interestingly, like, some of the people from, like, the accounting department were the best at it, whereas right. some of the, like, the pro the pro desk people who should be good at it were not. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting uh, just, just with this, like, lead magnet, so to speak, or this, like, engineering is marketing thing, mm-hmm. what it could, uh, what it could bring on that contractor front, because that's a much wider market like we talked about before. I know, I know we talked, we docile around with like the pivot idea of that type of stuff, but mm-hmm. even just you getting more surface area around that and more knowledge around, like just, just even if it's getting emails and attention or, or whatever, it's just like, who are all these people like coming to visit the site and coming to, if they're coming back daily, you know, you also have a uh, retargeting pixels you could have on that stuff. Like it just starts to, if I can get you to do a behavior that is the target market and is somewhat related to what I'm doing, like how can I like, you know, slow, slowly roll my ideas or my, at least like walk you to where this could be, you know, something beneficial for your business. So. Yeah. And actually I just checked the leaderboard. One of the, uh, one of the owners of the stores that I was at yesterday, just like finished one. Nice. Great. <laughs> You're like, oh, they're coming to me. They're coming to me. Or I just drop a little seedling and now it's growing. So nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exciting. Cool. Um, so moving on to our other topic, status list. So last time you mentioned status list was bringing you what? Like, uh, I don't know. It was like a couple hundred dollars, like a yep. month or so. Yep. yep. A couple hundred bucks a month. Basically like a very, very fancy dinner. <laughs> is it the same people like what is your is it like you know i don't at, at that rate i don't know you have like maybe i don't know 20 people or so right yeah um i'd have to check exactly on the numbers but i think it's in the the 20 20 to 50 range of customers um and they're they're for the most part paying around ten dollars a month um, I did it originally when I first started out, I had some very large customers. Um, right. and then that kind of shifted from like few large customers to many small and like no large ones. Right. Um, so yeah. And, um, yeah, that's where the revenue is coming from. Um, the, the customer base itself, there is a, a large number of free users as well from DigitalOcean right now. 
Um, we're trying to sort out some billing stuff over there. Uh, but until that's sorted out, there's a fairly large group of uh, free customers. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And just to remind our listeners, status list is a like a uptime monitoring type of mm-hmm. service. So can monitor your websites and other basically services over the internet, essentially. Um, one thing that I always thought was kind of cool was like, if you still have this, but you had this, you know, some of the, and some features that started to lead into kind of APM types of stuff, like where mm-hmm. it was showing the requests and where certain, certain more detailed information about the request that a normal uptime monitor thing couldn't do. But since you had more like uh, basically data on the Heroku stack, you could discern some other information. Is that accurate still? Yeah, so it wasn't so much about the Heroku stack. Um, like there was some minor benefits that I gained there for onboarding and stuff like that. Um, the APM stuff is more uh, around like request uh, debugging. Like if something's going wrong, uh, we're able to figure out like what part of your stack is going wrong. Um, and then um, also just just very, very detailed uh, features around like, you know, what's the, re- what's the error responses we're getting, um, incident management and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So yeah. So what is? It's funny. It's one of these things like like to do list software and note software that everyone starts right. Like I think we talked about that in the past, mm-hmm. and um, I think it, why I even thought about it the other day is I I think I was on a site that was was it Gumroad or someone the, one of these sites that was doing one of these like uh like trying to get publicity and if 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 some products got voted into the top 10 like they were basically giving away these little um I wouldn't say scholarships or what do they call them uh like a, a grant grants yeah. yeah yeah and i saw <laughs> i saw like an uptime monitoring type of thing on there with oh, okay with some votes it was it wasn't a, it wasn't a ton but this was you know a couple days ago or so yeah. but but i think their tagline was you know, so it was just like monitoring all your services or something like that. And yeah. And like, like, I think we've talked about this before, like the, the market for status list is very, um, commoditized. Um, there's a lot of people who are just, they're basically trying to give it away for free and then sell something else or only get people when they have like, you know, over 20 monitors or something like that. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not ready to play that sort of game. Like I don't have another ops type of product that I would sell, um, to be able to work with that model. Um, and also just like giving the, the, the monitoring away for free. I just, uh, I'm not prepared to do that. It's, it's too much work. <laughs> no, no, no. It is a lot of work. So yeah, it's, it's in this weird positioning. Cause it's like, if it's good enough to do the job, like people will use it for hobbyist types of things. Like they will basically mm-hmm. exploit the freemium since everyone has like a freemium option or a very cheap option. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the, the, the way to get eventually any serious player is probably going to move away from that and move to something that might be more expensive, but is much more robust. Right. So it's like, yeah. okay, you're kind of in a, in an odd like position where you don't really want to give it away, but you also don't have enough like revenue and enough signal that you really want to build like deep into it to be 
a more robust type of thing. So it's just sort of like in this weird no man's land where it's like, okay, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the high value, like best player on the block, but I'm not the cheapest. So like, unless we could find a strong positioning or a strong differentiation in there that you're doing something that is important enough to a certain subset, like you kind of mm-hmm. like, it's hard to stand out other than unless you had just an awesome marketing front where let's say you were dominating SEO and it wouldn't even matter. It's just like, well, I just get enough eyeballs that come over and they buy, but you know, I, then I could decide if I want to be the low player or the high player or, 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 or the niche player. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Like, and even with the SEO though, I think that would be a pretty tough game to play just because you're going up against some pretty big companies. Um, like I think right. even just uptime robot, um, they're kind of one of the bigger ones. Um, they're, they, they've started putting quite a bit more effort into their marketing and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be a, a tough one to go for. Um, I wonder though, like if, if this was something that I would spend time on, I think probably the most economical way to do it would be to go the marketing route, find some, find some niche, th- like find some very specific, um, application that is not covered by most others and mm-hmm. um, just market that like i think of that one guy he made uh was it ticketing or something like that um where he basically built a system on top of everyone's uptime monitors and mm-hmm. just had kind of like a nice way to manage tickets or something like that hmm. um anyways he he did like if you look at his app, it's fairly straightforward and fairly simple, but it was quite successful because he did something that wasn't like, wasn't common, wasn't like what everyone else was commoditizing over. Um, and I guess he was able to market it well enough that he kind of got the attention of like the indie movement. Um, and it seemed to be doing quite well. I don't know what his actual numbers are though. Which one's this one? Uh, I have to find it back. If I would, I, if I had been thinking ahead, I would have looked this up beforehand. <laughs> it's uh, not like a squid alert or something like that. It's not bad. No. Because what's funny is as you describe it, what it sounds to me is like um, is a pager duty, right? Like, yeah, it's like a it's like a similar idea to that. Right, but what's um, what's what's funny and interesting about that is like. Like I find pager duties interesting just because like that's their 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 strength is doing all of that triage and assignment for when systems do go down, right? Or like, okay, who is on duty, who's who's responsible, but it's mainly targeted at larger teams, not just single indie founders. But then, you know, whoever this guy is, and I'm just guessing, I don't have enough information because mm-hmm. I don't know which one you're talking about, but sounds to me like it's just like a layered niche that it's like oh it's it's essentially like pager duty but for indie founders <laughs> like uh layering those things together which did create sort of a a niche because anyone that is looking at pager duty is mostly big company and you know that sort of at this at this day and age it seems like to be the indie player almost is a differentiation. Now it might yeah. cap you from other things, but it could get you some early, early adoption because you know a lot of the indie people honestly just like don't like supporting the big companies. So they're like, <laughs> look at PagerDuty and be like, Ugh, 
Now I'm not supporting them, but ooh, yeah, there's an yeah. indie option, right? It's yeah, yeah. sort of counterintuitive to me because I'm always looking at, well, I want the stable option that I'm not going to have to rip out later because yeah. they they failed or the hobby project went away. Like I'm okay mm-hmm. with paying pager duty or I'm okay with using a pager duty even in their free version. Hopefully they have a free version that can get away for a while until I can use their their more yeah. high quality version. So yeah. But you know, like it could even be something just like a, a like building a status page, right? Like it's if I just built a status page that I think that's what that other guy did. I should look that up. Just build like a status page and not do any of the actual uptime work. Just use use partners or integrations for that. Uh, um, interesting. And then that way, basically, all you have to build is a CRUD app, and then market mm-hmm. it, and make it look really pretty, and that's that's a lot less work than building all the uptime infrastructure, which everyone else <laughs> is competing on anyways. Right. 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 Cause naturally you build one is fine. And then someone's like, well, what if your region goes down? Like, how do I know what do oh, I want? And it's just slowly the expectations for truly an uptime monitoring that someone is willing to pay for all of a sudden you're in a super crowded territory. Right. So it's like, there's really no sliver or space to really like, own, own some headspace there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's called sorry sorryapp.com. I'm pretty sure that's the one I was thinking of. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard of that one. So less than five million in revenue, says Zoom Info. So anyways, they look like they're doing all right. But that kind of idea, right, where you're um yeah, building something simple. I think the other way to go with it is if you could find if you could bundle it. So like sell something else that's expensive and then this mm-hmm. isn't this is a free add-on. This is your lead gen. This is your like your your yeah. uh lead your gen stick, or your stick free, game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's the yeah, the carrot. Um and then you can kind of use that to gain market share and you know do that. Well, I didn't mean right. carrot and stick, but I meant your your yeah, yeah. whatever your 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 stick quiz game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I was thinking carrot in terms of like, you know, come over here and pay me. Money yes. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, no, that's, but, that's, that's an interesting but, way to think about it. The other one, I wonder how you thought, I mean, the, the initial even launch, you were trying to make it as like, you know, you're in the Heroku thing. You're also in, you said you're in digital ocean as well. Yep. Um, I mean, that is usually a play as well. Like the app store play is like, Oh, can I be deeply embedded in something so it has some advantages being in an app store? But it sounds to me that like, again, uptime monitoring is a sort of commodity and there's really not a whole lot of like uniqueness you can provide for one specific platform. Yeah, really, really all you can do with platforms, like like with Heroku, which is probably the easiest one, um, you can at least get all of their domains and like give them that for onboarding. Like say, you know, here we think that you should add these monitors, you know, and kind of do some cross service monitoring and that sort of thing. Um, and also right. with Heroku, you can do databases. So we do some database monitoring as well uh, through right. that. Um, but most of these other cloud providers don't give you that level of access, right? Um, you get very limited view of what's going on and, uh, people don't really expect that either. Um, like, for instance, we integrated the Microsoft Cloud, and like people just don't care about that stuff over there. It's, or they're just not in, actively in that store enough to like for it to matter. 
Yeah, there's that too. But there's also just like in Heroku, the way that you do things is you purchase add-ons to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas in like the Microsoft store, you just buy the Microsoft products and you don't deal with anything else unless you really know what you're doing. Um, at least that's the way I understand it. No, that's definitely how we bought. <laughs> so like even in, in, in Azure, uh, you know, it's like, uh, I think we were looking at, you know, WAP providers or, you know, Cloudflare equivalents, like all kinds of other stuff in there. And it's just like, well, I just know that the built-in Azure one is just going to work. And all these other ones seem like sketch oddly priced and a little weird, but they just seem like they're like placed in here and like, I might have to pay them differently outside. It just, yeah, it yeah. just, it became, you're like, well, at least this stuff is designed to work exactly with this stuff, but you're right. I think Heroku has a different like positioning or mentality around that. So, so mm-hmm. consumers are used to, or not really consumers, but businesses are, or developers are used to buying these add-ons and like, that is kind of a normal thing. And I think the way they, really go deep into, you know, the billing, like all of that's fully integrated. So it really is just like, like the app stores, like when you use your mobile apps and that type of thing, it's like, oh, they have a process. It's, it's, they, they know they put a lot of, a lot of traffic there. And uh, yeah, so it, it probably is just, I wonder what, when these businesses that add app stores on later, like, like Heroku seems like it's a key part of it, but then you look at other things like we use intercom and there's an intercom app store mm-hmm. and they were hard pushing that. But now it seems like as you go in there and look at it, it's like, Oh, half the decent apps are like built by intercom. So it's not really an app store. And I'm sure it's lead gen for some people for these fringe yeah. types of things, or even sh- seems like Shopify starting to do more of that. Like it's, it's sort of being like, oh yeah, this was great in the early days where people were building features for us in these app stores, and now it's like, well, you know, oh, we want to, we don't want you to do shopping carts because that's really core business. So we're going to take that one, we're going to knock that one out, we're going to do this one, and all of a sudden, what seemed like a a uh, beneficial market access to certain customers, you know, all of a sudden you flew too close to the sun or had too much dependency in there, so. Yeah, and I think that's the risk with a lot of these platforms, right? Like, I don't think, I think most of the time the platform is actually not really incentivized to continue supporting the App Store once they see it succeed. Um, Because I think that once you figure out what the winners are, then basically you take those, you brand them as the platform and do that yourself. Um, Like DigitalOcean did that to me. I launched in their their store and I think about two weeks later they launched their own uptime product. Um, and talking to some of the guys over there, they're like, oh, it's not actually doing that well. You're going to be fine and all that. And you don't mm-hmm. really know what's going to happen, I guess. But, you know, to me, it just seems like either you've, it, the company has to go, has to be all in on the app store if it's going to work for the people in the app store. And I think there's always right. a temptation to kind of renege once you see things working. Right. Yeah, you're just in a, it's like, how are they not going to? Because they're like, well, you're building on my land, right? And sort of, it starts out as that. And maybe if they're super nice about it, if they're really stand up about it, they'll be like, hey, we'll just buy you and let's just kind of all make it nice and and, mm-hmm. and uh, happy hunky dory. But 
the reality is they might step back and go like, we don't have to, they were always building on their land. It's in, we built this into the terms and conditions and it's like, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't really, I don't really see that as a super stable option. It seems to work pretty cool for now. Um, oh it's, yeah. It's just kind of fun money at this point. Right. So. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. Cool. Fancy dinners. Yeah. Fancy dinners. Yep. Sweet. And fund my other awesome. projects. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, anything else you have today? No, that was uh, that was good. Cool. Good to look back at the past. All right, man. Well, enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah, you too. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share with a friend. We're new to this podcasting thing, and we'd love to hear what you have to say. Tweet us at Searching for SAS on Twitter. That's Searching, the number four, SAS. Or send an email to searchingforsass at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye.